you, Jesus. There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is well Jesus has overcome And the grave is over
Give Jesus a hand clap. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Tonight, open up your Bibles to Judges 6, 11. How many people in here have ever felt worthless? That's a horrible feeling, ain't it? Or maybe not so much worthless, but helpless. Or at one point in time in your life, you're going to feel helpless. And that's a terrible feeling to have. It's the feeling of helplessness to where you can't help. As Christians, as people of God, we want to help. That's what we want to do. We want to help. We wish we could help everybody that comes to us for help. But let's face it, we just can't help everybody. We want to, but we just can't. It's impossible. Tonight, we're going to start off in Judges 6.11. All God's people there? Amen. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath a great tree in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abizar. Gideon, son of Joash, was thrashing wheat at the bottom of the winepress to hide from the to hide the grain from the, the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Egypt, or rescue Israel. From the Midianites, I am sending you. But Lord, Gideon replied, How can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest of the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least of my entire family. The Lord said to him, I will, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. Gideon replied, If you are truly going to help me, Show me a sign to prove that you are really the Lord speaking to me. The title of the message tonight 
is how God will make you a hero. Now we see that Gideon was the least of his tribe. That means he was the weakest. He was the weakest of the weak. But God tells him, you're going to go out and you're going to fight the Midianites. For those of you that don't know who that is, those are people that oppressed, severely oppressed, the Israelites. So God comes to him and says that he's going to rescue Israel. How many times in our life do we as Christians doubt? How, how, how many times do we doubt? We doubt a lot, don't we? I know I do. I doubt a lot. Just like Gideon doubted. Just like Gideon doubts that he wants, he, he even wants proof from, from, from the Lord that it's really him. He wants proof from him. If you read on in that story, they go through a series of God actually having to prove himself to Gideon. And Gideon, time and time again, will test God and ask God, well, I ain't real sure. I don't know. Let me see. Well, I don't know if you're really God. Show me. Has anybody ever done that? Anybody wanted a sign? Anybody asked for a sign from God? Three people in the whole church? Oh, that's better. Now we see some hands. It's natural to question God. Especially if you're not sure this is what God wants you to do. Nolan, when you started your business, didn't you have a lot of doubt? What if this wasn't going to work? What am I going to do? How am I going to feed my family? How am I going to take care of things? But with God on his side, he's doing it every day. He does it every day because of God. Because God told him, go. I'm giving it to you. All you got to do is take it. That's the way God works. That's what he does. They say we have, when we, when we die and we get to heaven, we're going to see all the blessings that we missed because we didn't listen. Because we didn't take that step. We didn't take that leap of faith. God is going to do and use Gideon in a powerful way. He tells him that he is going to defeat the Midianites like he was fighting one man. 
if you ever get the time to read the story of Gideon, it is a very good story to read in the Bible. A very inspirational story in the Bible. But Gideon, being a man and being a person that he is, keeps saying, but I'm so weak. I'm so weak, I'm just one man. How am I going to do this? God already told him he was going to do it. God already said, you're going to do it. What does God call him first off? A hero. God says he's a hero. Right there. God says, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, mighty hero. So God's already told him right there that he's going to be a hero. He's going to be a hero. And he's going to bring the Israelites out of oppression. But a, a lot of times we are our own Midianites. We oppress ourselves. How do we oppress ourselves? We listen to other people is one way. Instead of taking the advice of God, we take the advice of man. Instead of, instead of listening to what God says and, and what God does in our life, and he proves it day in and day out. He proves himself every day, all day long. How many of you have been driving down the road and knew you just missed a serious accident? Especially the guys that drive trucks for a living. How many of you have been standing on a ladder? And you don't you can't figure out why you fell, but you didn't fall and you got down safely. How many of us have been in a up in top of a tree and have the tree fall over on top of them, but yet somehow come out unscathed? That happened to me. How many of you have been run over by a bull? But yet, you're still here. See, God shows us every day that his presence is here and with you. Just for the, for, for the simple fact that your feet get up and hit the floor, God is with you. Just because of that right there. You can say, thank you, Jesus. God sees the greatness in Gideon, even though Gideon does not see it or want to believe it. How many people believe in their greatness? Man, you three guys can come up here with me. Because I believe in my greatness. I believe that my God made me greatness. 
you take the story of David and Goliath. Now here is another great story in the Bible that a lot of people know. A lot of people know the story of David and Goliath, but they're not they don't really know the story of Gideon. But the story of David and Goliath did David really defeat a nine-foot-tall man? Now, mind you, David was just a boy. Rayford, how tall are you? Five foot five, you're bigger than that boy. Come on. Six four. Six four. Mark, how tall are you? Six seven. I'm trying to put up together a basketball team, John can't figure it out. But this guy, Mark, come here. Come up here. Now, I am 5'8 and a half. When you're my height, you use the halves. You're 6'7, right? 5'5. Five, 5'5 five. Five, five. in another scale. Now, Goliath was 9 foot tall. I'm 8 foot 40. Okay. Goliath was 6 inches taller than that. That's a big dude. That's a big man. Thanks, Mark. Now, if you was betting, if you was betting on who was going to win this this little squabble, me or Mark, who would you put your money on? My wife's going to say me, of course. But I, I mean, the people that don't know me. No, I'm not like I'm I'm like a spider monkey. <laughs> but in the average eye, everybody's gonna have their money on Mark. Just because he's eight foot four with his hand up. Which was what, about right here? So Goliath was about right here. Now you have a kid. David was a kid. He wasn't a, a, a an adult. He was a, he was a kid. But how did David beat Goliath? With faith, with God. David beat Goliath with God. That was the only way David could have beat Goliath. This man was nine foot tall. His coat of meal that he wore was 125 pounds now that's what he that that that, that was his coat Can you imagine strumming that around all day that's a lot of weight to hold all day long now this guy was a warrior it wasn't like he was he he, he just wore this coat and, and and drug around like this no this guy was a warrior he fought for a living. This is what he'd done. So he carried this 125-pound coat around like we carry T-shirts around. So that right there will give you another idea how actually big he was. This was a big dude. 
He was big enough that he scared entire armies. But this one kid beat him. And how did that kid beat him? That kid knew who he was and what he was before he ever walked out on that battlefield. Just like you and just like me, we know who we are before we ever walk out on that battlefield, and it doesn't matter what the obstacle is. What matters is you know you have God on your side. What would have happened to us? What 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 would have happened to us if Jesus would have decided he didn't want to go through with this? This is too much for me. I'm out. What would have happened? I mean, would we still go by the way they did it in the Old Testament? No, I don't think we would have. I think we would be, I'm not even sure we would be here. I'm not even sure we would be here right now. But what did Jesus say? Jesus said that he asked God to take the cup from him. But then he told God, let it be your will and not mine. As long as you will stay in the will of God, just like Gideon and just like David, as long as you will stay in God's will, you will prevail. No matter what the circumstances are, no matter what's going on in your life, you will prevail. Sometimes it might not seem like it. Sometimes it might seem like the mountain's too high. You can't climb it. But God says you can God has already given you victory over that. You just have to proclaim it. Just like Gideon. Just like we see Gideon here. He's saying, you sure, sir? What? Huh? Me? You sure about this? You want me to do this? I'm sure Ellen was thinking that same thing when Pastor Mark approached her about playing the bass guitar up here and singing. I'm trying to get that singing thing going, girl, for you. Sometimes God is going to put us in a spot, or, or not maybe God, but the world is going to put us in a spot where we have to. We don't have any choice but to lean on him. We have no choice whatsoever but to lean on him because if we try to take care of it ourselves, that hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like Paul, when he quit smoking, leaned on God, didn't you, Paul? You see, Jesus knew and God knew that we couldn't do it on our own. Just like, just like David and just like uh, 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 Gideon, 
did did God just tell them to go on out there and do it? No. God called him a hero right off the bat. God told him, you're a mighty hero. Just like he's telling you, you're a mighty hero. Everybody can be a hero. Maybe not a superhero, but a hero. God knew we were going to have to go through some things. God knew we were going to have to do things and we were going to have to go through some things in order to get His will done. Because I'll be, I'll be honest with you, sometimes working, sometimes working for the Lord is hard work. Every now and then it's kind of tough. When you're faced with things in your family, when you're faced with things in your, with your wife or with your husband or with your kids, But God is going to be there for you. And just like he was there with Gideon, just like he was there with Gideon through all of the, uh, through all of the things that Gideon had him go through and to prove who he was and what he was doing and to prove to Gideon that he could get the job done, He'll do it. If that's what he's got to do to get his will done, that's what he's going to do. So if God's talking to you and he's telling you to go do something, then do it. You don't want to get in an argument with God. You ain't going to win. I can tell you, I've done it. You ain't going to win. You can't come up with enough excuses. I can tell y'all, <clears throat> I can tell y'all a story. I think I've told it before, but I'll tell it again. One of the one times I had an argument with God, I was on my way to work. It was raining, it was cold. And here's this guy walking down the road. He, this guy come out of, I, I, it, it was like I seen him from way off. I could see him walking down the road. And God told me, stop and pick him up. I said, no, I don't do that. I don't pick up strangers. God said, stop and pick him up. I said, no. So I'm, I, I, now this happened even before I passed the guy. So I pass him up. And get on down the road a little bit. God says, turn around. And go get him. I said, but God, I don't do that kind of stuff. What if this guy's crazy? What if he tries to kill me? What if he tries to rob me? 
God said, I said, go and pick him up. Because God talks to me like I talk to me. Same voice and everything. Thank God's country. Pretty sure of it. But so finally, I'm like, God, I'm going to be late for work. This, you know, this just not in my thing. I don't do this. He's telling me, go pick him up. I said, go pick him up. Go pick him up. So, fine. Turned around. I went and picked him up. Come to find out, the guy just got out of jail. So now I'm really nervous. I'm already nervous, so, but didn't find out the guy just got out of jail. So now I'm thinking, oh, Lord, what this guy go to jail for? But the guy starts to talk to me. And he's asking me questions. I ask him questions. And, like, do you have anything on your person? But the guy starts to talk to me and ask me questions. And I tell him that, you know, we get to talk, and I tell him, well, man, you go to church anywhere? He's like, no, nah, well, huh. I said, well, I go to Canyon Creek Cowboy Church, and every now and then I get to get blessed, and I get to preach a little bit. He said, yeah, well, I went over to that church one time, and I went there a few times. I'm like, okay, good. You know where it's at. I said, well, where are you headed to? Where exactly are you going? Oh, man, I'm going all the way to New Canaan. Well, I'll drop you off at the store up here because I'm not going to New Caney. And lo and behold, when I get there to that store, guess who I run into at the store? Brother Vic. Brother Vic is going directly that way. But see, God wanted me to witness to that man. So God wasn't going to let it go until I turned around and went and picked him up. And you can ask Brother Vic. Brother Vic said he never sees anybody from this church at that store early in the morning. And lo and behold, who does he run into? Me. And I asked Brother Vic if he could take that guy on to New Caney and drop him off. So Brother Vic got to witness to him all the way to New Caney. Now, I don't know what I said to that man or what God wanted to say to that man. I don't know if I said it or Brother Vic said it, but evidently God wanted that man to know something that one of us had to tell him. And God wasn't going to let it go with me until I turned around and picked him up. That's God's will. You can fight it if you want, but he's going to win. One way or another, he'll win. With the Lord on our side, we can overcome anything, no matter what it is. God says he will never leave us nor forsake us. With the Lord, all things are possible. And without a personal relationship with him, things will seem impossible. Just like they did with Gideon and just like they did with David. 
things did not seem, in their eyes, things did not seem possible. But with God, it's possible. And with God, they came out of those stories a hero. A hero in their own eyes, not just everybody else's. And with God, you can become a hero too. Not in everybody else's eyes, but your own. Amen? All right. Told you, 45 minutes. Take these stories. And don't just take my word for it. Read them. Read them in the Bible. You can read the story of Gideon and Judges. Judges 6 is where it starts. Read that story. It's a very inspiring story. Read the story of David and Goliath. Read that story about how David didn't fear. He, di he didn't fear Goliath at all. Even though all the other men, the warriors, were scared of him. But David didn't fear him. Why? Because he had God on his side. God will put you in a spot and put you in a place that he wants you to be. Even though you, like Gideon, you might not think that's where you need to be, but God knows exactly where you need to be. Amen? Amen. She's having a good time, ain't she? Did y'all enjoy those stories? Yeah? Amen? Yeah? Good. Who wants to close this out tonight? Whoa. Not everybody all at one. one. I got one little girl back here. Come on up, girl. Are you going to close the big church out? You got to come up here on the big stage. Oh, there's two of them. Okay, one start and the other one finish. And hey. Once the first one starts, the second one can't just say, amen. You got to say something else. That's cheating. Okay, take off your heads, hats. Not your heads, your hats. Take off your hats. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for everybody that came to church. Lord, just put your hand on everybody for the injured and the sick. Um, Lord, just be with everybody today and amen god i thank you for this moment today that giving us word i pray that you lead us and guide us in our direction lord i pray for all the people that don't know jesus lord and i pray that they figured out who he is lord and i pray for the people that came this morning and tonight lord that got this message down in their hearts lord in jesus name amen thank you girl I'll give them a hand.